Good afternoon. It's Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update. My mission is to serve you, the people of Cumberland North, to influence public policy for the greater good, to promote you, the people, and our area, to grow our economy and our GDP, to improve our population health, and to work towards us having world-class healthcare services. That is my mission, that is my purpose, that I strive to achieve each and every day of the week. Last week in politics was an interesting week, and I actually spent most of it physically working away out of Cumberland North. I was down in Dartmouth helping my husband take care of his mom, and also spent part of the week down in Digby, a beautiful part of the province. But I was certainly able to stay connected with you, my constituents, through emails, phone calls, and my assistant, Dan Gould, kept me engaged each and every day. The main issues on the minds of my, many of my constituents last week included the issue of mandatory masks, the Nova Scotia-New Brunswick border measures, back-to-school concerns amid the pandemic, nursing homes refusing to accept new admissions, road and road conditions in Malagash uh, specifically, Premier McNeil's resignation that shocked everyone, EHS, emergency health services, ambulances not being staffed adequately, and ambulances ambulances being left parked, not in service. Exit 1 of the Trans-Canada Highway still closed, and Mount Watley is, continues to be closed as well. This is impacting local businesses downtown as well as businesses on the Plant Street in a negative manner. So let's talk about some of these issues. Mandatory masks. Many people that, con- actually everyone that contacted me, contacted me because they're not happy with the recent decision by McNeil to make masks mandatory. And I would just encourage everyone, if you have want to read more about this decision, please go to the Nova Scotia Coronavirus website. There's an actual specific link there regarding masks. And if you have any questions or concerns, you can certainly reach out to me about that as well. The Nova Scotia-New Brunswick border continues to run havoc uh, with the day-to-day lives of many people living here in Cumberland North. The border rules entering New Brunswick uh, have not been consistently communicated, uh, but after an incident last week which resulted in a man from Tidnish Bridge being placed in handcuffs, the New Brunswick government did issue a statement that the blue passes that were issued prior to the Atlantic bubble will continue to be valid. Now, I know this contradicts with what many people have been told at the border by the border guards. However, this statement was made public just this past week by the New Brunswick government. So they are saying that the blue passes are will continue to be valid for those that did hold them. In a related issue, the exit one off the Trans-Canada Highway, which many people use to travel to get to businesses on LaPlante Street or in Fort Lawrence and also in downtown Amherst, this exit continues to be closed as well as the Mount Watley Road. Uh, Recently, some business owners have asked the government to take their businesses into consideration and open this exit up. Unfortunately, they are refusing 
to do this as long as the Nova Scotia border guards stay in place. I've spoken with the local border officials who did tell me that anyone coming into the province that goes through that area uh, checks with them. If anyone specifically asks how do they get to LaPlante Street or downtown, they are being allowed to turn uh, a direct right and take the, a side road uh, into Fort Lawrence onto LaPlante Street directly. The challenge, of course, is that not everyone knows to ask for that. So I did ask if a sign could be made for anyone coming into the province that if they are looking for the downtown or LaPlante Street, to please ask and to turn right. So that has not been approved yet, but we have, uh, I have asked for that. I've also written a letter to the Minister of Transportation, Lloyd Hines, asking him to take this into consideration as well. I will continue to encourage both of our provinces to work uh, to move the contact tracing that's currently happening at the Nova Scotia New Brunswick border to the perimeter of the Atlantic bubble and allow unimpeded movement within Atlantic Canada, specifically in our area. There continues to be a lack of respect, a lack of understanding about the people of northern Nova Scotia and southern New Brunswick and just how interconnected our communities are for work and business, for family and health care. And really, both provinces are, are really not being helpful in working with our local issues that have been raised consistently, uh, really, since the end of March. It's disappointing, I will say, but I will con- assure you that I will not stop providing strong representation to the people of Cumberland North, and I will continue to communicate our unique here, our unique concerns here in our border community. I'm also receiving numerous messages from concerned parents about the lack of readiness of the Department of Education here in Nova Scotia for children to return to school in September. I'm listening to their concerns and then I'm sharing these issues with our Minister of Education as well as local school administrators. Uh, Certainly, Being a mother of four adult children, it wasn't that long ago. I remember my children being in school and can only imagine the anxiety and stress that some parents are feeling as they prepare their children to go back into the school environment. So I do believe we need to all work together and do our best to provide confidence in a back-to-school plan that parents and children can go back to school confidently. So the conditions of the pandemic is something, you know, honestly, none of us have ever uh, had to work under these situations before. And it is important that we all work together to ensure that we can be as safe as possible while ensuring that students can learn and that parents can continue to work. So I will uh, continue to work on this. I'm in, I am receiving calls from families about nursing homes here that have been refusing to admit their elderly family members. And the nursing homes are citing liability and insurance as the reasons due to the pandemic. So this is a a large concern for these immediate families. It's also a concern because our hospitals are going to fill up very quickly with our frail and elderly that don't really require acute medical care, but rather they require ongoing nursing care that is normally received in a long-term care setting in a nursing home. So I am calling on the McNeil government to work 
with nursing homes to get solutions put in place as soon as possible. Nursing homes are paid uh, for a set amount each and every day for each and every bed they have in their facility, whether the beds are empty or whether they're full. So right now, there's nursing homes being paid for beds that lie empty as they're refusing to admit their new patients. Now, I understand they have concerns, but this can't go on. And nursing homes um, and the government must work together to find solutions that are in the best interests of our seniors and of our families. So I'll be working on that this week. I'm continuing to receive complaints about roadside conditions and roads, especially in the Malagash area. I, I do believe I mentioned in previous weeks that even though Malagash is located in Cumberland County, it's under my it's in my constituency of Cumberland North. The road management of that area has been under Colchester County for a number of years. And the fact of the matter is it's not being managed adequately. And I have asked the Minister of Transportation to put Malagash back under the management of Cumberland County and our Cumberland Office of Transportation, which I believe is doing a great job. They're doing certainly doing the best with the resources that we have here. So I am working on that. Premier McNeil's resignation last week shocked me. I think it uh, shocked most people. Uh, he will be staying on as Premier until the Liberals hold a leadership convention and elect a new leader, which we're anticipating will be this fall. Certainly for all of us that love politics, it's going to be interesting to watch and see who steps up and offers to stand as leader of their party. And then that person will automatically become Premier of the province. Uh, we, some of us anticipated a fall provincial election. We, I'm pretty sure that won't happen now. Uh, of course, you never know what will happen in politics, but we're anticipating that maybe we will see a provincial election here in Nova Scotia in the spring. Once again, this past weekend, we did see two of Cumberland County ambulances parked in garages while emergency health services did not staff them with paramedics. I last week wrote the Minister of Health asking him for increased accountability of EHS or emergency health services to adequately staff our ambulances and hire enough paramedics to staff them. EHS is a part of the corporation we know as Medivy Blue Cross. It's a private company. And the government of Nova Scotia contracts them to provide ambulance services. So it's time to hold them accountable to ensure they are adequately staffing our ambulances with enough paramedics so that all of our ambulances and services, think about, think about it. Think about how much each one of those ambulances cost and think about the fact that there are times when our province needs ambulances, but they're sitting parked in garages. Just think about the waste, the waste of, of those resources. So this week in politics, this week in politics, I will be working from my Amherst office on Monday and Tuesday. I have meetings regarding um, several items, including disability and parents who are concerned about their children going back to school in September amidst the pandemic. On Wednesday, I'll be traveling to Halifax for a meeting and also the whole afternoon, I'll be uh, in my caucus meeting with my colleagues. I'll also be picking up some more Nova Scotia flags. If anyone listening would like a Nova Scotia flag, just call my office and we'll save one for you. The number to my office is 902-661-2288. Thursday, I'll be traveling back to Cumberland North and have meetings scheduled in the Pugwash area. And Friday, I'll be back in my constituency office. 
Saturday, I'm looking forward to helping out here locally in the Amherst area at the Wesleyan Church. And they're having, once again, an event called The Big Give. The Big Give is a family yard sale. Well, it's actually, everything is free. It's being held at the Wesleyan Church. It's over near the West Highland School, for those of you that know the area. And it's from 8.30 until noon. The goal is that if there's anyone in need in our community that is specifically looking for certain items, that they could come and hopefully find it there. So the goal is that out of our abundance, anyone that has anything that they're not currently using or that they don't need, that they could give it to someone else who may be in need. So if you have anything that's in good condition and want to give it to someone else, you can drop it off at the Wesleyan Church sometime this week. We continue to live in amidst a global pandemic. I encourage you to continue to be wise, but do not live in fear and do not live in isolation. We currently here in Nova Scotia only have one active case. When you think about it, we have a million people. We only have one person with active COVID-19 coronavirus here in our entire province. Uh, So please continue to be wise, but get out and see the sights. Um, When you're out in public, continue to physical distance of six feet or more when you're in public spaces. Wash your hands with soap and water anytime you touch something that someone else may have touched. And when that is not available, use hand sanitizer. I will note that Health Canada released a report last week. I think they recalled over 50 hand sanitizers. So be wise. Make sure that you are using hand sanitizer that that is safe. And that has not been recalled by Health Canada. Also, clean and sanitize all surfaces. And now masks are mandatory when out in public spaces. So it's a good idea when you go out in public Take your mask, take your hand sanitizer with you. If you're sick, stay at home. And if you have any symptoms of COVID-19 coronavirus, call 811 and get tested right away. Let's all do our part to keep our curve flat here in Nova Scotia. I'd like to wish a happy birthday to anyone celebrating a birthday this week. I know on Wednesday, Vivian Hudson is celebrating a birthday, and I got the pleasure of getting to know Vivian back a few years ago when our Rotary Club of Amherst brought in two refugee, Syrian refugees' families, and Vivian was a huge, huge help uh, of community support to our new families in our community. So happy birthday, Vivian. Also, Nicole Robinson, who is an amazing nurse. Nicole worked at our hospital for many years and is now at Public Health, helping out with the pandemic, uh, public health pandemic measures. So Nicole Robinson, have a happy birthday on Wednesday as well. And Thursday, Bernie Brennan. Uh, Bernie, many of you know, started Ford Equipment, and I believe his family are now running the business now, but I'm sure he's still directly involved. Uh, Happy birthday to Bernie Brennan, who's celebrating a birthday this Thursday. I'd also like to extend wedding anniversary wishes to anyone celebrating a marriage anniversary. Last week, one of our town councillors, Terry Reindress, and his wife, Linda Reindress, celebrated their 52nd wedding anniversary on August the 3rd. So I hope Terry and Linda had a very special day with family and friends. I also was asked to send congratulatory anniversary certificate to a Lee and Elsie Moore of Oxford area and on August the 1st they celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary so happy anniversary to Lee and Elsie Moore. 
I would also like to extend my sympathies to anyone who may have lost a loved one recently. Especially, I'd like to mention a woman who was loved by many in our community, a young woman named Megan Blair Camo. So I know it's a very difficult time for family and friends of Megan. Also, like to send my sympathies to the family of Ross Truman Hope, as well as Jerry Visser. And anyone else who may have lost a loved one at this time, please accept my sympathies. I would like to thank CFTA 107.9 and Mr. Ron Bickle for allowing me to provide you with my weekly MLA constituency update. And as I sign off today, I want to encourage you to live a life of purpose. I believe that each one of us, I believe you, your life has a purpose. Don't let the world judge what value your purpose brings but rather fulfill your purpose with all your heart, with all your strength, and with all your soul, and give it all you have. We just have this one life to live. Let's make it count. Take care of yourselves and take care of others and have a great week.